the best coaches in the game, <laughs> we really ain't playing We regroup up in the slack chat where the coaches debrief We be piecing these puzzles, occupy the chunk of the pie Ain't no lie when we hit the block, helmets casket is top You be seeing helmet after helmet, helmet after helmet First place, second place, fifth place, eighth place, twelfth place, fifteen, sixteen, twenty So many helmets, you got blurred vision, we got too many What's going on DFS Army? Craig Bennett here, aka Cash Keg Come together here for a little podcast called 50 is the new 150. It's going to be an MME podcast, game selection. How my mindset has changed over the years with how top heavy some of these contests can be. Maybe take a step back. We preach a lot in DFS Army about game selection, about which contest to go after, which ones are, you know, for the fish, I guess, or for the public. Um, and this is with all sports, you know, and I'll use DraftKings as an example, but this goes along with FanDuel or about anything out there. Um, but generally DraftKings and FanDuel with the amount of rake that some of these contests are already at 15, 16% rake, which they're charging you on some of these contests and then how top heavy they are, you know, back three, four years ago when rake wasn't quite as high and we didn't have such top heavy contests was much easier to put 150 lineups in and have a good profit now it's much harder and with anything you need to adjust your game so we'll see these in nfl sundays we'll see them um, in any big pga major mma has one coming up on saturday they're millie makers um, to get people excited having that chance at a million dollars everyone wants a million dollars who doesn't want a chance at a million dollars so let's look at those contests a little bit. Let's look at the MMA one here on Saturday. And they're generally about the same. We got a 15% rake on their contest entry. First place is 39.6% of the prize pool. Almost 40% is going to first. To be able to get that million dollars, you know, how, how, how many entries? They have 118,000 entries if it fills. And 40% is going to first. Top 10 is 50%, 49.7%, 50% of the prize pool is the top 10. And this is what I'm talking about. If you max this, you are trying to get first place. I mean, that's why you have to play it. Because if you don't get one in the top 10 here, you're not going to be winning money. You're, you're just absolutely not. Um, when we look at the min cash on this is 1.6 X. So you're not even getting double your money for min cash. If you hit the cash line, which is horrendous as well. And these contests, you know, are meant, you know, to draw on the casuals and your chance in a million bucks, but playing these things, unless you've got some tickets or a massive, massive bankroll, you're just dumping money away. So I kind of want to talk a little bit how I've had to kind of change the way I play a little bit. Um, I've been lucky enough to win enough money and play enough volume over time where I'm no longer able to play contests under $5. So I can't play the mini maxes. I can't play, you know, head to heads, $1, $3, $2 head to heads. Um, I can't play any of those contests. So I'm stuck with, you know, the main contests that they have every night and it, the payout structure is usually horrendous. Um, so first let's talk about these lower, if you're able to play these lower GPPs, like the mini maxes, um, and again, I'll just keep going using MMA as an example here, since I have it up the $1 mini max, 150 
entry max. Your min cash is 2x, which is great. That's what you want to see in these. First place is 5%. Top 10 is 16%. It's way more flat. You know, $150, you can win 3K up top. I know there's a lot of ties in these, but this is just an example of how different the pay structure is on these smaller contests. If you're allowed to play these, these are the ones you need to focus on first before these other ones. I don't like, and when I say 50 is a new 150, I'm more talking about the bigger contest, not the, the smaller mini maxes and whatnot. This is fine to play 150 and two. So I, I want to explain that I'm not talking about these lower contests that have a good structure. These mini maxes roll 150 into these because I think you can grind out good cash in these, um, even playing 150 because of that structure. It's a fantastic structure, right? If we go down here and look at the, <clears throat> the $8 they have that night, um, for MMA, since they have the $25 millimaker, this is 1.5 X, which is not great. You want a two X. 20% for first, 30% top 10. It's not the worst, but look at this. First place is 10K. Second place is 2,500. When you get down to 10th, you're talking 200 bucks. $8 to enter this, 150. $1,200 to enter this. Even if you hit third place, you don't, you're not going to get your money back if you just had the single third place win. So this is what I'm talking about. 150. This is what all I have to play. I can't play that mini maxes. I, you know, this is all I have if I don't want to play the Millie Maker and I want to, I want to MME these contests. And so taking a step back and looking at things and you have to adapt. You know, FanDuel and DraftKings are going to continue to make these top heavy. I've complained like everybody else has, continued to complain about the extreme top heaviness of these contests and they're not going to change. They're just not. So you need to adjust how you attack these games. How do you play these games? Let's go over here and look at KBO tonight. KBO very similar. They get a $1 mini max. Again, two X men, 10% for first 21% top 10. Fantastic. I'd put 150 that if I could, but I can't. Now we look at the other contest that I'm able to play. And this is what I'm talking about. 50 is the new 150, $15 entry here at KBO. 15% rake still. They love to rake you. 1.53x min price. So the min cash is 1.53x, which is horrible. I love 2x. Like it's really hard to win money with 150 lineups when you can't have 2x your money for min cash. It is extremely hard. First place, 22.52%. Top 10, 44%. If you max this, if you max this, put a ton of money into it. $2,250 to max this, right? And so you see a lot of people, oh, if I had the bankroll, I'd max it. Your ROI just takes a massive hit going this route. And it's, I also feel like, you know, for NBA, you know, it's very similar to this as well. Um, we talk about this as well. You'll hear different coaches have different philosophies on this. And one of the coaches, you know, Basically, we talk about if you're playing a 20 entry max, right, that you want to take stands on people. You want to go almost all in on a few guys to really get over market on those guys, right? Well, when you play usually 150 lineups, people will tell you, well, you don't need to take quite as much stands. You don't want to go so heavy on a guy because you have enough lineups, you can spread it out. Well, there I think is your fundamental flaw, even if you're going to go 150 
I still think you need to play it more like you're playing a 20 max if you're going to go that route. But to me, it's still not even worth it because I have so much. If I don't hit in the top 10 in this contest, I'm losing money. I'm just, I'm going to lose money and it's really hard on your ROI long-term. I've been lucky enough to win two $100,000 GPPs over my plan over the last couple years. And in both of the times that I've hit a hundred grand, I ran 50 lineups and not 150. I went back and looked at it and the 50 lineups lets you do a few things. First off, you're not putting as much money in. So psychologically you have maybe an advantage or to yourself of maybe going heavy on a certain guy instead of having, you know, say this, say a tournament's $10 and it's $1,500, $1,500 is a bunch of money. I don't care how big your bankroll is, but $500 is a little bit easier to swallow going heavy on certain guys. And so it's a psychological thing saying, okay, well I'm going to go 80 to hundred percent on these two guys because I really think they're in great spots. And even though the payout structure is really bad, since I'm going so heavy on these on these individuals or players that I'm investing my money on, I'm either having to have a really, really good night or really, really bad night. And MME, you know, there's real swings. But I'm not spreading my money out so thin where I'm trying to get, you know, first place with a single bullet. But my ROI is going to be crushed if I don't get one in the top 10. Where if I have 50 and those guys do really well, even if I don't get one in the top 10, I'm going to have a pretty good day ROI-wise. I'm not going to you know, be just ciphering my money until I hit one of those big, massive GPPs. So going back and look at those GPPs that I have was able to hit six figures, I almost, I think I had 80 or 85% on a couple guys and then maybe 75% on a couple others in NBA. Um, I hit them both in NBA. And I really think it's that, that psyche that says, hey, I'm only playing 50 lineups. It's less money. I can go heavier. I can I can take more uh, of a chance on some of these guys. So some guys will want to spread that out, want to have access to everyone. And so when you do that, you know, out of those 150 lineups, you're going to have a lot of turd lineups um, that are just going to lose your money. It's just they're just way out there. Um, when you run an optimizer and look at the bottom, you're like, mm, I don't know, how is that going to work? You know, it's not like a one-off. But when you take these large stands on guys that you think are going to really smash and you think are going to be an optimal, generally, for me, they're like in the mid-range or cheap guys or don't not necessarily an expensive guy. Um, you can, you, you're playing it almost like a 20 max, but like 50. And doing this for a while... Um, I've talked to some, you know, guys around the industry that, you know, play heavy MME volume and, and they've kind of come to this realization themselves that <clears throat> that sweet spot in these 150 max contests with how top heavy they are is around that 30 to 60 um, lineups. I kind of like 50. I like being a little on the, he- on the, on the top end of that because I kind of want more, but 30 makes perfect sense. You know, if you want to go up a little more than 60. Um, but I wouldn't go a little bit over that, you know, again, we preach real hard. I'm going to max, max it. People see people, you know, winning GPPs cause they, they maxed it. Well, you can still win it, you know, with, you can win with a single bullet. But I think if you had 50 and you really laid it out the right way, you really went heavy on a few guys, which again, I think is a little easier to swallow 
to go that route when you're playing less money, I really do think 50 is a new 150. Until these sites will realize that they're killing themselves and killing the ecosystem that they've built to try to have people to play, um, you just have to adapt. You constantly have to adapt the game. You have to look at where things are at. Um, you know, cash games have been fantastic. I love, I still love playing a ton of cash games, but these GPPs, man, until these sites are going to come down on the, again, the high dollar, I'm not talking about these nice payout structures that they have once in a while and the lower stuff, but the high dollar stuff that is just so damn top heavy that you're going to be ciphering money if you don't win. Um, or get one in the top 10, which is, again, it's hard to do when you're talking, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of entrants and you're trying to get one in the single top 10 to that's just even make money. So um, you constantly have to look at your ROI. You know, there's there's sites out there. You can you can plug in your CSVs from FanDuel and DraftKings. I know a site that I use and I know CG uses it, RotoTracker. Um, they, you know, you can upload your CSVs from both sites and kind of see where your money's at and, and your allocation, kind of see how well you're winning in those contests. And you'll be a little shocked that, you know, where your money's going. And if you chart it out and kind of see, you know, any GPP wins that you have like that, they're going to be kind of, you'll, you'll spike and then you'll kind of, you know, drain a little money here and here and then you spike. Well, when you're only playing 50, your ROI, my ROI was way higher going that route. And I just think you should kind of sit back and maybe give it a thought. Try to adapt your game a little bit, you know. Maybe you want to hand build those 50 lineups or maybe you want to use the domination station, which, you know, if you don't have a lot of time, you can still do it. And I think you'll notice, again, if you're playing those high-dollar GPPs, that is the better way to go right now until they've adapted. Mini max guys continue to max out. The payout structures are fantastic. I still think you can grind away nice cash profit in those mini maxes and in the in the smaller GPPs. I really do. The the payout structure is fantastic, you know, and you can still win some decent money in those. So again, if you can play those, I would continue to play those. Hit those things hard. Um, but if you're talking about you know these the high dollar GPP of the night for 150 max. Again, use an example tonight with KBO with 111K relay throw with the payout structure so bad. This is when you play 50. Throw 50 in there. Don't throw 150 in there. I think your ROI will be happy. I think your game, your bankroll will appreciate it. And you can still have that sweat, right? I was a big guy here a couple years ago that I was all about, hey, I'm doing myself a disservice if I'm not maxing it out. You know, don't play that tournament if you're not going to max it out because you're leaving bullets on the table. Well, you, I might be right in a sense where I have less chances to hit that, you know, number one spot. I mean, it's just math. But also math, if I don't hit a top 10 or number one spot, my bankroll is just going to keep taking a nosedive with my MME play until I hit it. And like I said, I went back and looked at both of my six-figure wins. And those are days that I just did 50 lineups that day. And I took heavy stands on a few guys. Hit the right combo. And it was fantastic. I think that day, my first $100,000 hit, I played 50 lineups. 
and I won 143,000 in those 50 lineups because I, again, took stands on guys and I had the nuts and I won first, second, fourth, and fifth or something like that. I'd have to go back and look. But my point being is I've had to adapt as well because I was all about 150 lineups. If you're going to play the contest, max it out. Give yourself the best opportunity to win that GPP. Yes, that might be right. But ROI is still what I care about. I care about getting that 1099 at the end of the year. I care about building, continuing to build my bankroll, continue to be able to take money out and do things with. And with how top-heavy these things are, it's a lot harder to win. And I'd rather, you know, play $500 at night. Maybe I don't win, but I grind two, $300 in, in profit that night when I didn't have a top-10 finish. Or if I'm right on those things, I absolutely smash and you take home that six-figure payday and you didn't max 125 lineup, 150 lineups. Now, could you still take the same approach with 150? If you go back and back test a lot of these, these professionals, the guys that play, um, I've looked at all of them because you think if you're not studying people's lineups and how they do things, you are not doing things right. Look at the winner every night and see what they're doing. Go back, pull up, study what they're doing. And they're playing even their 150 lineups generally that way. You know, maybe not as aggressively as some guys at the 80 to 100% mark on a few guys. Maybe they're at that 70% mark. I think that's the lowest I would go on your core, say, four guys in a in a contest. But also, you know, when you're wrong, wrong, when you go that heavy as well, it hurts a lot more when you've got 150 lineups invested than, say, 50. And, again, I'm trying to talk about ways to improve your game ways to improve that ROI and ways to just generally be a better DFS player. And that's kind of my, my thought of it. 50 is the new 150. Tell another podcast here. I'm going to stick with that. 50 is the new 150. If you think I'm wrong, if you want to debate it, you think there's another avenue I should be looking at it, please let me know. Hit me up. Let's debate it. Hit me up in uh, our uh, chat. Love to talk about things like this, and that's how we become better players. But again, if you're playing the, if you're able to play the mini maxes, no problem. Max those out, 150 lineups. But I am specifically talking 50. There's a new 150 on those high dollar GPPs, looking for that massive six figure hit that's out there almost every night. Think about it. Think about it. All right. Love all you guys. I'll see you on the flip side. It's Cash Keg. I'm out. Deuces.